Welcome back to Wana Club's podcast. I am Scott Connor up here in Northern Michigan, where it is springtime. We are excited about the spring. Uh, the weather's changing, snow is melting, and uh, so we're excited. But also that means end of club year. And uh, today with me, I have uh, Pastor Scott Farrell um, from Calvary Baptist Church in Everett. And uh, just excited to spend some time with him today. Uh, Scott, thanks for being with us. Pastor Scott, thanks for being with us. For sure. And uh, you, this is unique because you are closing out the 60th year of doing Awana and continuous 60 years uh, with Awana. How was that? Yeah, going? it's been it's yeah. been uh, quite a ride. I mean, you you tend to take things one year at a time. You know, you focus on uh, who's going to work in Awana this year and the kids are going to reach out to. And time passes, and you just don't realize until you come to a milestone like that where. I think you brought it to our attention, Scott, that we were at that 60-year mark really soon. And to think about that legacy of Awana's uh, influence mm. in not just this church, but really this community. We live in a small town and of, what, 1,500 people, you know? And, and uh, I can talk to people that I have not ever met before, <laughs> and they'll say, hey, I went to Awana at your church when I was a kid, you know? Wow. It, uh uh, especially in a small community, is is a tremendous legacy, and I'm really thankful for the opportunity to be part of that. You know, a small piece in in that continued ministry for all these years. Knowing that I was going to talk to you about it today, our uh, youth pastor did some research. He likes to do that in the archives, buried in the attic, you know, and he found <laughs> some of the uh, some of the records from the when Awana started. It started because the pastor just wanted to have some type of an outreach to boys. Oh, wow. Just for boys uh, in 1963. And then the next year they added girls to it. And one of the ladies took that up and started with like 10 kids all together. Um, and it, in over 60 years, there's a lot of things that are have changed. You know, the the not just our world, but the way that as a church, we have used Awana as a tool to make disciples of kids. Um you know, they were doing it on Saturdays way back in the 60s. Right. For a long time. It was Wednesday night. Um, in the mid 90s, uh, some folks tried to do Awana as an after school program. And uh, I wasn't around then, but I understand it was so popular that it just burned out all the, all the leaders. You know, they oh, really? They, yeah. <laughs> after like seven months, they decided we're not doing this anymore, you know. That's great. And for the past 25 or so years, we've been doing it on Sunday night as really our main focus on Sunday night is youth and and children's ministries. And that's that's gone very well. It's worked really well. So you yeah, know, the way you the way you do that changes over all these years. Well, and you but... and you bring up an you know very interesting point. And I, you know, I think we it would be good for us to sit here in this moment and and think about 60 years, right? What has changed in the past 60 years? And you've even talked about the timing of when your club would meet and in different various, you know, times um, uh, and started a different in a different way that now it's, you know, after 60 years, it looks it looks way different, right? Sure. Uh, but sure. Ha but would you say that the you know the kids in the culture has changed dramatically too? Would you say that Awana is still meeting that need um, in the in the life of the, the children. Well, I definitely think so. I mean, we as a church have a have a, a core value to make disciples. I mean, part of our 
vision statements all over our website. One is make disciples of Jesus who worship, link, learn, and serve. And a part of that is making disciples in the next generation, because there's always a next generation, you know. Uh, certainly the world in which we live has radically changed. I mean, it's radically right. changed in the past five years. But the need that kids have to hear about Jesus Christ, to understand God spoke to us through his word, that will change the way life is for you now and will change eternity for you if you respond to that. That need is doesn't change. You know what I mean? And so uh, the needs of kids today is different. And I think we definitely need to understand that or, and, you know, if you've done it as long as I have, you're used, and you too, you know, you see that dealing with kids even is different than it was 10, 20, 30 years ago. But um, boy, they still have that same need. Right. And I, I appreciate Awana. I mean, I grew up in Awana. I worked okay. in Awana when I was in college. Cool. My first church, we started an Awana program when I was in West Virginia and been here for just over 20 years now, uh, weekly involved as a leader in Awana. And so, you know, for me, it's a personal passion, really, uh, that Awana is a tremendous tool to make disciples in the next generation Amen. because it gives us this opportunity to connect with kids, both not just kids in our church. Well, yes, kids in our church, I think need that. They need the the time to um, be pushed a little bit to study God's word and memorize, you know, that there's no place else where kids have to memorize anything anymore. Even as adults, we don't know our own, you know, family's phone numbers because we don't have to memorize things. Right. But to hide God's word in your heart by being pushed to memorize that is life changing and it will change these kids just like it changed me, you know, 40 years ago. Now, praise I the Lord. I guess it's further back than that, 40 years, <laughs> I would say 50 years ago when I was in Oana. But um, so, know. so, uh, yes, speak to this because I, when I talked to, when I connected with you in your church, you mentioned, you made mention the last time I was with you that. You know, you almost have a one-to-one -one ratio, um, you know, and I, you, we're talking about scripture memory and those mm -hmm. things and spending time in God's word is important. But that one-to-one -one that, you know, um, loving, caring adult, you know, speak to that a little bit from what I've experienced at your church. It seems like that, you know, that is a, a big part of what you do uh, at, within your club. Yeah, it really is. I mean, there's some some clubs that have a little more uh kids in them that we can do it one-to-one. -one. But for most of the most part, the book time is that, is that one-to-one -one time to go work through a book with a child. And, um, you know, we're in a small community and whatnot. And so people know people and all of that kind of thing and, and whatnot. But I, it just strikes me as, you know, our vision of making disciples who worship, link, learn, and serve. Uh, three of those four, I mean, we, concentrate on worship on Sunday morning, but the other three of those, a lot of that happens in Awana and, you know, and yep. where is some, where is somebody that I don't feel like I can teach, you know, I, I can't sing for, for anything. How do I serve in my church? Mm. Well, uh, one of the tremendous, you know, venues for that, for anybody that cares at all about kids is to come in on Sunday night and take half an hour to sit down and work through a book, you know, Right. And help them understand and talk about the Bible story, help them learn a verse. And we try and do that so that 
the kids that you kind of start to meet with on in September, you stay with that same child or children for the most part through the year. So there's this mentoring relationship too, a connection with an adult that is so vital, I think, and healthy, you know, for kids to have somebody besides their parents, yeah, you know, that want to help them learn God's word and get through this book and, and, uh, answer my questions and things like that. So, yeah, yeah. We've talked about this on a, a club podcast here. And I, I believe I even have just the, the idea that, uh, a parent other than, or a, an adult other than your, you know, uh, a parent can have such an impact, right. To be able to speak in the life of that child in, in a unique way that sometimes a parent doesn't won't even have the right. that is a parent will say something to a child and, but they might not hear it the same way they'll hear it from another adult. Right. Mm-hmm. And that is so true. And that's a, a big piece of, of uh, the Iwana clubs is that loving caring adult coming alongside. And what I love, what I love I'm hearing from you too, is, you know, I'm sure over the past 60 years uh, from what, I, what it sounds like you're at this, your 60th year and you were saying that Iwana certainly aligns with the, the mission of the church. And that, that is an incredible testimony. Um, that missional alignment is so important within the ministry. And, you know, you being a leader uh, as a pastor and, and helping in that club really helps ensure that that alignment is, is focused, right? Um, and that's, I just appreciate that of what you just shared yeah. as well. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely think that's important. You know, it's one thing to have a mission statement or have a vision statement and say, we're all about making more disciples of Jesus. But, you know, what, what does that look like? What does a disciple look like? And that's why we added those four words, you know, 15, 16 years ago. Uh, well, we think if you're a follower of Christ, you ought to be here to worship. You, know, <laughs> you ought to be learning God's word in some way every day, but especially maybe in a concentrated way sometime during the week. Um, you ought to be linking with other believers you know, building relationships and, and mentoring those that are younger than you. And you got to have some way to serve God. You know, God's gifted all of us in the church with some, some tool, some gift to use for him. And our church isn't going to be healthy unless everybody's doing something. Everybody's right. doing what God gifted them to do. And so, you know, looking at a, a discipleship through that lens, uh, it, it sort of overlays uh, that Awana isn't just for um, reaching kids in our community. It is for that. Right. It is for that. But it's not just for that. It's also a, a vehicle to help our kids learn God's word, get to know other people in the church in relationship. And it gives our people opportunity to function as a disciple, you know, to take their for gifts sure. and build a connection with the child, take their gifts and serve God in a really low demand type way, you know, you just need to sit down and spend some time with a kid. Are you a church that keeps refreshing its ministry by updating your resources and learning new skills to make your child discipleship as effective as possible? Or would you like to be? Then you should become an official Awana member. For just $125 a year, you get 30% off all Awana Club products, exclusive access to special and seasonal discounts, training from Awana Basics online, plus added visibility for your church on Awana Finder, our national website to help new families discover your Awana program. 
Go beyond just using Awana curriculum and sign up for a membership today at awana.org slash become dash a dash member. I mean, I look back at all the different people that have a small town, people don't stay here, you know what I mean? In a certain sense, it's either uh, anchor families that aren't going to ever go anywhere or people that came here for a time and then, you know, graduated and moved away and that kind of thing. But for some of those people that I've interacted with over the years, um, Awana was a change point. Mm. You know, it really was. It was a part of their life and such a core part of the way we do church here that, uh, that they were either a worker or they were in Awana and they remember the Grand Prix or they, you know, uh, remember the camp out that they did years ago or things like that. It's just amazing the stories that come back from people of how Awana was a highlight in their life. Right. And within those 60 years, it really becomes almost an anchor ministry, right? Within the church, right? Yeah. And, uh, and I would say it is that. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, I would say it is an anchor. So now you mentioned 20 years, you've been the pastor there, um, which is incredible. Uh, that's that's an, an incredible testimony. It, uh, as it relates to you, you know, coming in, obviously you inherited Awana, and it sounds like you were very familiar, so it wasn't like a big shock, right? Um, but anything there that you know, okay, when you inherited that, that's something that okay, uh, you were able to look at. Okay, where can this go? How does this fit? And then I, I think the next question is, what have you learned um, for yourself in the in the ministry uh, through? the minister of Awana and in the past 20 years, or even looking back further than that, from the church's perspective, what are some things that you guys have learned? Oh, uh, what have we learned? You know, when, when I came, uh, like you said, you know, Awana was part of my story. It really was. My dad was an Awana commander, right? I mean, he's with the Lord now, but he was an Awana commander at our church when I was growing up and I helped him. Uh, just as a junior hire uh, working in Awana. So Awana has just been sort of part of the fabric mm. of my life growing up. And I wouldn't be a pastor probably. I wouldn't, certainly wouldn't know the Bible like I have, you know, without Awana's history and without that, that relationship. Um, you know, so coming here, realizing that the church had an Awana program, you know, was a was an attraction if, in a certain sense, you know, for mm. us to come to the little town of Everett from where we were in West Virginia. Um, but it was also a, the, the willingness of this church to do a one on Sunday night instead of the traditional Sunday night service. You know, the church I was at before, it was Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night, and then we'll do a one, you know, yeah. beyond that type thing. Um, and to have be willing to be creative in in staffing, creative in the ways that that uh, we do on on Sunday night was very very interesting to me, you know, and uh, appealing to me. I mean, that's one of the things that uh, we have, I think, approached Awana differently than probably uh, you know the normal way to do Awana has been over the years, even with the staffing, because. The uh, game time, the game director can kind of handle that on their own. But uh, leaders move from book time with TNT kids to later 
working with Sparks kids. So the same leaders. That's and great. Spending an hour with different, you know, two different kids, one in the older club, one in the younger club type thing. And so it, uh, you don't have to have this way. You don't have to have an exclusive group that only work with Sparks or that only works with TNT, you know? And so I'll work with one of the boys in TNT and then I work with uh, a child in Sparks the last half an hour. And in the middle, I teach the TNT lesson, you know, so we kind of rotate around the building and, and utilize leaders, especially for that one-on-one discipleship time. But, you know, the things that I have learned is, um, uh, I guess, just the, the need to be constantly creative. Mm. Um, certainly there's been different times that we have struggled to have people you know, every church goes through ups and downs and some people do this for a little while and say, it's time to pass that on to somebody else. And you know how that is. And so, um, just constantly being creative and, and, and yet God has always put together a team. Maybe it's a different team. And I guess I should, you know, clarify just, there are a few individuals that have been in Awana for the long, long haul, Right, but it's not, you know, it's not the same team that was 20 years ago. Right. Um, God, God brings people, you know, they serve in that ministry like that for a time and then others come and serve in that ministry for a little time. And so um, I always impressed with how God puts together just enough uh, crew to, to see ministry happen. Well, yeah. Praise the Lord. And that's year. a testimony. Yeah. That's a testimony to, again, the longevity, how do you make that, you know, 60 year point, how do you get, you know, how do you get to the next year? Well, obviously it, it has a lot to do with prayer, right. And trusting mm -hmm. because I mean, I've experienced that in, in clubs that I've ministered in. It's like, I don't know how this is going to happen next year. Right. <laughs> right. Right. But God seems to always provide those leaders. So I, as we're thinking about people listening today, I, I hope this speaks loud and clear, you know, go to Lord in prayer. If it seems impossible, God will make a way. Right. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, who knows the number of churches that uh, will be doing 60 plus years, you know, uh, Lord willing. And, uh, well, I, yeah, I thank you for, for this. Um, and you spoke a little bit about, uh, you know, the changeover, you recently have experienced a changeover in your, um, uh, want a ministry director position at your church. Uh, we had a longstanding one, right? How many years? Yeah. Yeah. We had an Awana commander that served in that role for 30 years. And uh, just with different family needs, health needs, and whatever, a year ago decided that he needed to step down from that. And, you know, celebrating that longevity is a huge thing. I mean, he was doing that that role when I came wow. in 2003 yeah. and uh, um, had been serving in Awana for years before that, before becoming the commander. So he and his wife had, had been a key part of our Awana program. And when you come to long-term ministry, I mean, that provides stability, but it also can create a situation of, oh no, what do we do now? You know, uh, the stability changes. Um, but I just really been impressed with uh, how God worked in that. I mean, because this past summer, uh, the one person, the one a young man that uh, several different leaders said, you ought to talk to, ask him to pray about it. And he did over the summer. And 
uh, and God has put that on the heart of, of one of our deacons to step into that role as the Oana ministry director. I think that's the new terminology, not commander anymore, you know, so he's going by that lingo. But, uh, you know, a young man in his uh, 30s that he grew up in Oana, mm. you know, and he's been helping in Oana and he sees the value of that, of continuing on that uh, that mission to continue to influence the next generation and the next generation because it doesn't matter how small the church or small the town there's always a next generation right and you know the, the as long as god doesn't call us all home uh, there's going to continue to be a need uh, to share the gospel to help kids understand god's word to grow as disciples mm. uh, and so uh, I really I'm thankful for how God worked in that. And this past year, it's been it's been tremendous just to watch this young young guy step into that leadership role, you know, and sort of pick up the the baton that was passed to him from somebody who who served served for decades. Yeah, big shoes to fill, but you know, exciting to hear, uh, you know, making some changes and adjustments and tweaks, and you know, throwing yeah. some passion in the ministry. So another another important piece as it relates to sixty years, right? Uh, you said creativity earlier. I think you're you're right on in that. You know, to keep a ministry moving and thriving, there's got to be some creativity and excitement, you know, put into the ministry uh, to to in, ensure that longevity. Well, Pastor, I I really appreciate the the time you've you've taken out and. Let's celebrate 60 years, right? Praise right. Amen. Yeah. And we'll, we'll be praying uh, for you for another 60, right? <laughs> well, I won't be around that long, but yeah, we, we do need to pray for that. That's right. Well, thanks again, Pastor Scott. And uh, those of you listening, until next time, go make resilient disciples. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Awana Clubs podcast. The Awana Clubs podcast is a product of Awana Audio, all rights reserved. Your support and donations to the Awana ministry make it possible for us to partner with 62,000 churches in over 130 countries. Check out the show notes wherever you're listening for more information about what was discussed in this episode, as well as more details about today's host and their ministry. If you like this episode, you'll also like the Child Discipleship podcast, where new episodes drop every Thursday. Our theme song is Jackpot by Made to Be from their album, You Know a Better Way. You also heard their song Throne from their album, Save Me From Myself. This podcast is executive produced by Tim Sandoval, mixed and edited by Marlon Washington, and content support is provided by me, Ross Cochran. Thank you for listening. We'll talk to you next week.